This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You should have said, man, he just texted me actually a a hotel in New York called Margaritaville. Oh, my God. Has he bought it? (laughs) Um, Bought this hotel. I was bored. And welcome to Shit, I'm Married a Twin. I'm Luke Kempner and I'm joined by my wife. Hello. Alana McFarlane Kempner. And my sister-in-law. Hi there, Lisa Bardell. Lisa Bardell. <laughs> uh, this is a podcast. What happens is you need to speak. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. This is Shit, I'm Married a Twin. It is the podcast that talks families, relationships, fun and frolics. <laughs> Made that up. Um, and now we've had a good, good week. You guys have been away. Um, and, uh, and now you've been in, in Marbs. Have you been like, yeah. are you like the only way as Essex people? Have you been out there? No carbs before Marbs. We're all the carbs before Marbs. Fiber is really important for your gut, honeys. <laughs> Gotta have yeah. those carbohydrates for the fiber. You were overloading yeah. on carbs before you went out there. Yeah, exactly. No, it was, um, a very enlightening experience. It was with like the top tech founders and investors in the world. God knows why Steve Lisa Jobs. and I were there. Oh my God. But, yeah. um, <laughs> Yeah, very bed, successful, very rich people, and here we are with our Halifax overdrafts. <laughs> <laughs> the Halifax overdrafts. That could be your name. Hashtag Halifax overdrafts. That could be your, your band name. Ladies and gentlemen, um, please welcome to the stage, the Halifax overdrafts. Yeah. <laughs> what was quite interesting, though, without letting in too many t- trade secrets, was mm. um, that a lot of the, basically we were on a health panel with a lot of very kind of prestigious people in the health world, and what came out of it was actually like people, connection, family, um, all these things actually help you live longer, happier lives. Yes. Um, and I thought that was just quite a nice takeaway for, you know, a lot of successful people in one room, basically saying that, um, yeah, keep your, you know, make sure you prioritize your family and actual connections. Um, so, yeah, let's all prioritize each other, man. I don't agree with that. I think that's fine once you've got money. (laughs) That's fine once you've got that in the cash. If I was sad about missing my family, I'd rather be sad in a mansion 
So that's the way I look at it. I'd like to be. I'd like to be both. Um, yeah. To be fair, I wasn't. You know, I was obviously missing you, Nari. But as I drank champagne on a Marbella beach, um, talking all things, you know, profound and great about the world, um, I was enjoying myself. She didn't give a fuck about you. No, exactly. <laughs> well, I came home. I came home, and Peter was. I mean, you know, as we know, our relationship is. Full of hellos and goodbyes, um, because I share him with a family in Kentucky. <laughs> <laughs> he was with him. So is it this week? His it was it his American family's week. Is it? Is it is, yeah, it is. he <laughs> left this morning. <laughs> he left this morning, and took my headphones with him. So clearly, his wife in Kentucky needs needs to join headphones this week. <laughs> he, he left at five forty five, um, with all of his stuff, obviously, because he's now coming to the wedding late. So oh, yes. true to true to form. This is big news, actually. He's, yeah, this um, is yeah. big news. He's coming to the wedding late, and um, so go on. You explain, Lisa. Well, basically, this wedding has been in the diary for once. It's a, one of our best friends' wedding. I'm doing the wedding. It's Jilly's wedding. Oh yeah, it's Jilly's wedding. Yeah, it's Jilly's wedding. So absolutely buzzing for it. Like mum's going. We know pretty much everyone at the wedding buzzing. Yeah. It's been in Peter's diary for ages. Like as soon as no, years opened, probably years. Um, decades then he's like I need to be in New York this wedding. I, I need to be in New York now sorry what no you don't and he's like no no I do I have to fly in from Lisa Lisa New York other, the other kids need me <laughs> so <laughs> then he says then he says I'll come at 3pm on the Saturday like two hours what after the, the wedding? ceremony <sighs> he's missing the ceremony no he's not because uh... I was like you will move heaven and earth to be this there. For the that non-negotiable, ceremony. honey. Non-negotiable. So yeah, so now he's having to stay overnight in Heathrow, get the first flight up. But I'm like, I don't care. You knew about it. I for once was organizing, booked the flights in advance. Um Excuse I don't me, care, Luke, you can talk. You now got on a different flight to us as well. Yeah, but I'm getting there on the Friday. I've got to be on this morning. Oh, you know, needs to pick up that. the pieces on that show. Um... <laughs> That's good, take it out. <laughs> but I, uh, what have I been doing? I hear you ask, Alana and Lisa. Um, we don't give I, a shit. No, exactly. I was, I played a charity football match. Um, I played. It's just like a regular hobby now. It's like it's like a regular charity Saturday football season, thing. dear. Charity football season. So at the end of the season, all the all the grounds. Uh, open up and then all the celebrity charity football matches happen. Really? And I played for, I played uh, for Roman Kemp's football team. I think basically it's because soccer soccer aid is like two weeks after that. And I think mm. basically all the celebrities that get picked for soccer aid, not yours truly, uh, get a chance to sort of warm up in that game. Uh, so it was like me. Stretch their legs. It was some other massive celebrities alongside myself. Um, Jack Whitehall, Tom Grennan. Oh, um, no, Tom, Tom Grennan. Grennan. Tom Grennan, you barely know him. Um, <laughs> and who else was playing? Rizzle Kicks, boy, you know him. We like the Jordan. boys. Not Jordan, the other one. Harley, he was there. He's very good at football, Harley. Is he? Uh, yeah, he is. Uh, he was there. Jack Wilshere of Arsenal oh, fame was there. Um, and um, Akin Fenwar, Jamie O'Hara. Um, and I scored two goals. Wait, that's really good. Are we right in thinking that you're actually quite good? No, no, no. Um, I think in the record, the pictures books, of you looked incredible. The pictures are really, but you said I look muscly. 
Yeah, you do look muscly in them. You do get your heart out. Lisa saying I look muscly. Uh, a bit of muscle much. on a long, thin bone. Yeah, I know. <laughs> what was it? What so... frustrated me most about this football match, or was it the last one you did a few weeks ago? Well, the other one where I scored in the comedian's celebrity football match. I played it. Yeah, but is that you couldn't find your football boots, um, oh, so yeah. you bought another pair, which are, what, like 40, 50 quid? 30 quid. Right, still. Uh, then I went into the garage to clear stuff I think out. Luke's lying. Well, no, the no, they were. There, and there was like three players in the garage, yeah. quite visible. Like, you play uh, football once a year and you have four players of football boots. What a bloody well, I forget waste of money. I forget where they are. And basically, that's my bit for charity, is giving 30 quid to Adidas. <laughs> Every time I've got a charity football <laughs> No, you match. could donate your, donate your those three boots. spare Find the boots. Yeah. yeah exactly, because they're like pristine clean because they're worn once a year. I know, I know. Yeah, that is quite bad. Um, but no, so I've been playing some charity football matches. Um, but also, I we had the boys round on Sunday uh, because it was the last day of the season. We always have a, a last day of the season. The boys come round. It's always a lot of fun. And we sort of do a, uh, the awards for the fantasy football and all that sort of stuff. But the reason I bring this up is because Alana made some more bread. Uh, so the bread mm. maker is, is so far, we're three loaves deep. Right in 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 our first week and a half of bread making, all uh, the carbs before marbs, all the carbs before marbs. But I've got a little name uh, for our, our weekly sort of update about the bread. Right, well, I've got three names for you, and you can pick which name you want. Right, you can either have a focaccia. <laughs> yeah, I've got um, get a loaf of this. Mm. Oh, Daisy like that. Mm. Right, the third one. Crumbs up or crumbs down? Mm. <laughs> Why are you not finding this? Funny? Is that like heads down, thumbs up? The game? No, thumbs up. No, thumbs like down. thumbs up, as in good or bad bread. You silly cow. All right. All right. Uh, that should work, but it it's it not doesn't. floating my boat. I think they all work. And the other one, give us this day our daily bread. <laughs> <laughs> I actually like that one. But no, for we're, catch we're, up is the best. For catch for up. Catch the best up. One. You always got to go yeah. with your first idea. Um, well, so, that, that, that actually like fills me with a bit like half excitement, half anxiety thinking about doing a focaccia. I, I know. Well, why don't you give us a little, give us a little focaccia, Alana? What have you made so far with your <laughs> bread maker? Um, so I just did like a basic white bread Very that was good. my first loaf, and then my second loaf was another basic white bread. An- another. Basic oh no, we're at, we're at four. Actually, yeah, we're at four. We're, we're at four. At, yeah. This is the four catch up. Yeah, so then the one that I did when the boys came around was a garlic bread, homemade garlic bread oh with like mozzarella and cheddar in it. It was unbelievable. It was really, really good. And then oh yesterday God, I incredible. did like an olive one. Yeah. With some Italian seasoning. And I went a bit off piece there because I find that the basic whites are a bit sugary. Mm. And I don't really like it to yeah. be that sweet. It was more like a cake. Yeah. Whereas this one, I was like, right, I'm going to put olives in. And I hadn't ever done like proper ingredients in there and they actually went they went a bit too much around the outside rather than on the inside but you yes. know it's still a work in progress I was well um the gales the gales oh, if i could just oh. offer some advice oh, here you gales. and gales you literally the all gales olive sourdough uses different types of olives so green and, they're whole. and black and they're, they're whole. whole and this is what mm. i was swithering with do i cut them in half or do i just fire them in whole and i cut no. them in half but I a good whole i feel like would be your would be a winner. It's just because what happened was that on the Panasonic website, the, this is absolutely shite. You're chat, listening to Baking it. with the, uh, the Halifax Overdrafts. <laughs> it was more of a, it was another machine. So the setting was different. So I had to guess. 
All right, this is really boring. Um, yeah. But thank you for that weekly for catch-up. For catch-up. Give us this day our daily bread. <laughs> um, so when Peter returns after seeing his American family, um, what's it like when he returns to the family unit? Do you sort of find it quite easy to... Does, does he fit back into your life quite easily? I just sometimes think like you sort of build up a reunion in your head, like your relationship is perfect. And then yeah. you get and then you get back with each other and you're like, oh yeah, you still annoy me. <laughs> <laughs> also, he, he went out when I got back. Um his one of his friends, Timsey, was his phone. Of course he's got a friend called Timsey. Is that his name? <laughs> Timsey. Timsey, yeah. Oh fuck it. Um, Timsey from Australia. Timsey. Um, Timsey. <laughs> Timsy, polar at the weekend, Timsy. See you there. I think, no, Timsy, no, he's not. I think that is actually his surname, Andrew oh, Timsy. Okay. Um, yeah, so he went off out with them. Bye. But yeah, it is quite, I guess our relationship, we are used to it because he used to do Sunday to Wednesday in New York every week. So right. that's what I signed up for was a part-time relationship and then COVID happens. But I do genuinely do think absence makes the heart grow fonder. Like I think that because we were ships in the night for quite a lot of our relationship, that's why we've lasted 11 years. I think it's because we love each other <laughs> and adore everything about each other. I don't think it's don't to do with absence. The one thing about Peter is that he's not really a texter. No. So we don't yeah, really... Anytime we set up a WhatsApp group with Peter, he just leaves it immediately. <laughs> <laughs> we have got one now that he's stayed in. Yeah, bros and hoes. I think he's yeah. com- He's talked in it once. Yeah. But even can. if we but like group, like, like when we go on group holidays and stuff with his mates, like he'll just leave the group. Yeah, but I would say most people who listen to this podcast would be thinking... Being in a WhatsApp group with those three sounds yeah, like the no worst thanks. thing in the world. <laughs> and no wonder Peter can only get a yeah. one word in now and again. There's so um, many audio notes, like just annoying. We are so annoying. But mm. now you get a 45-minute audio note from us every week. Now, this week, we're going to be talking about lying. Right. And we already sort of discovered last week that the Mac twins tax. So they you t- you two do like lying. You don't with lie. That. It's not yeah. a lie. It's um, truth elastication. OK. Yeah. So uh, we're going to talk about lying. Right. And, and it's sort of it's really the to do with the sort of ethics of lying to kids. Right. Because like parents now and again, you need to lie to your kids mm. to get you through a situation. Right. So I'm talking like. Um, you know, is Santa Claus real? You know, mm. or even more trivial than that, I would think, like skipping pages of the book so you get to the end quicker when you're doing the bedtime story. Yeah, I do that with Harry now. <laughs> or like, like tiny porkies. Yeah, or saying that you've got not long now on a journey when you know you've got an hour and a half. Yeah. Yes. Or like hiding something at the end you don't want to have. Oh, all done, finished, finished. Yeah, like, it's not yeah. finished. That's quite because Harry started to like. She likes to turn the pages when I'm reading her a bedtime story. And it Luke gets so annoyed. annoyed. I'm, like, I'm working on the voices. I'm giving a full fucking performance here. <laughs> I, I've worked out character arcs for all the people. Oh, you get annoyed because she skips books. different. She's going back and forth. She and skips not forward. Oh, dear. So what yeah. happens is you just like you start reading. So you'll be like, and then the Gruffalo poked his nose out. With, and then the mouse said, I know all the under snakes. <laughs> so he just sort of do it. So you just get through quicker and get her into bed. So do you so do you think it's okay to lie to kids, Lisa? Uh yeah. Like if it's little things like that, like they're not gonna know, are they really? 
Um, and you know, I'm not a parent, so I don't, I don't know. I, it would be, would be remiss of me to sit here and say I think that's bad because I've never had to look after a child from the morning till the evening. So it's that yeah. thing of like you have all these. I would never lie to my kids. I would always be so honest with them, treat them as an adult, yeah, and then they grow up great. But never actually, give them screen time. Sometimes always you give do. them broccoli. Yeah. Um, but Alana, what do you think about lying to kids? Do you think that's all right? Uh, I actually don't think you should. I think, you know, they need to learn that, um, to ride through the hardship. Um, so, and what, just feel put up with it and be resilient and just be told them, them they're the facts, deal with them. Yeah. <laughs> but did you ever get told lies that you now know are bollocks, like from your mum or dad? Yeah. Um, the most notable one was we thought we thought lions were tigers. What for like the first fifteen years of our life? Because... We talked. Did we talk about this before? Uh, I think we did. Yeah, we we put it on Instagram. On it. Yeah, 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 yeah. On Instagram about so mum. So you thought mom... lions were tigers? Yeah, because mum had obviously a dumb buggy, and Edinburgh Zoo is like the rest of Edinburgh, exceptionally hilly. Okay. And the the lions are at the top of the hill, and mum. <laughs> got too tired for I, i'm not gonna say couldn't be bothered she she we wanted to go solely to see the lions like we want to see the lions we want to see the lions and um, so she just said that the tigers were lions so she didn't have to go to no oh, <laughs> that's great i love that um, i'm interesting... sure ari actually called a tiger a lion the other day yeah. grandma is giving out false uh-huh. news well, that's the thing. So after last week, where we discussed, we were discussing presents last week, and uh, we discussed the um, the Blue Planet <laughs> book I've got. Right. So what we did was, um, I did get the book out to show Ari, and she does love it. She is now obsessed. She does love it. She's obsessed with whale turtle. turtles. But I taught her <laughs> that a fish that lives at the bottom of the ocean. <laughs> Which is like the ugliest fish you've ever seen in your life. I'm sorry if that fish is listening. But I taught Ari that that fish is called Grandma. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that there? Grandma. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that, Ari? Who's that? Who is it, Ari? Grandma. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Well, on your lions and tigers thing, it's a lot of just parents who can't be asked to do stuff. And that is not of saying, like, parents are being lazy. 
I fucking know what it's like when you're just like, I just cannot be asked to go and show you that. Um, but so the uh, one here that was from uh, Claire, Claire LR1, she wrote in and said, we have a family castle in Scotland and my dad told us it was rubble because he couldn't be half taking us. <laughs> Firstly, who has a family castle in Scotland? I was about to say, I only realised that as I was reading it. There's two sets of lies, isn't there? And this is, you know, I think will become quite apparent as we start to read a lot of them out. There's one that's like, can't be arse doing stuff lie. Yeah. Or, you know, just getting through it. Or there's like for entertainment purposes. So we were obviously Ari with the fish was an entertainment purposes. Yes. Um, There's quite a few examples. Um, People writing in where it's like purely entertainment. Like one girl said that. <laughs> Her dad used to tell her that Mr. Walker next door made crisps in his garage. <laughs> <laughs> like entertainment, funny. But I she was like, genuinely because... believed it for years. Well, that's the innocence of kids, isn't it? Like they just, they will just believe it. Yeah. Another one on, the, on a similar vein. Uh, I was told Uncle Ben was my real uncle. <laughs> oh. Free, free rice for life. <laughs> But of course you will just believe it, won't you? Mm. Did you ever tell lies? Like I, I told, uh, I remember when I was about six, telling my mates at school that I was going out with Clarissa from Clarissa Explains It All. <laughs> and they believed me. Yeah. No. I think it's because you work out you can lie when you're about six. It's a superpower. Well, I think as well, like it's like a reaction. It's just a reaction from people, isn't it? Like good or bad. What was the cl- member that her friend used to come through the window? Well, that's what someone said to. Her. I tweeted out this, and someone said, "Did you used to climb up for her window?" <laughs> I can't remember what he was called. That bloke he used to just climb up for her window. That, that always happened in America. Like never happened. Like that's never happened to me in my life. I mean, I think I escaped out a window once to go and drink yeah. in a park. I think but I never had anyone come in my window. If someone with a ladder, if they bought their own ladder, I know, and climbed up through your window, in? you wouldn't be like, "Oh my god, there's Zach." Sit down, Zach. You'd <laughs> be so, like, "Mom, Get that boy's here house. to clean the windows again." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Have you got the twenty feet? <laughs> there was another one here uh, from Amanda Cass. That sounds quite an American name. She said that I uh, I was told by my parents that I was a mermaid, but my tail was in the loft. <laughs> I feel like that's quite insidious that one because she's she will have gone gone and told all her friends she's a mermaid and her friends that yeah you know and she's like and and she's definitely like been walking around all day going I'm a mermaid I'm a mermaid I'm a, I'm a... yeah you're a mermaid your tails in the fucking loft right now <laughs> <laughs> this one I think is like pretty dark. I was told that when the ice cream man plays music, it means he's run out of ice cream. <laughs> oh, see, I know, I've heard this one before. I think this is quite a sort of one that's been handed down. I was told yeah, that. the obesity crisis. <laughs> yeah, but I just think it's, it's again, it's just like, it's it's always parents just getting out of stuff. It's like, have an ice yeah. cream? No, 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 you can't. I was playing this music. Oh, that means there's no ice creams. Never mind. Eat your cheese. <laughs> I also think a lot of them are like diversions for things you don't want them to do. For example, we had a lot of eyes going square if you're in front of the TV too much. I still partly believe that. (laughs) I still think, I still can't get over that that's not real. (laughs) I was told that so many times. If you sit too close to the telly, your eyes go square. Do kids these, because TVs are so massive now, you don't need to sit too near to them. Because when we were were growing up, 
And it was like, the, the year was 1990, and the program was Bucky O'Hare followed by Rosie and Jim. The children are sitting close to the telly again. Like, you did have to sit quite close to it to see it. We used to sit, um, when we were watching Sesame Street, we were allowed to sit close to the TV and have hula hoops and ketchup. Oh, yeah, those were oh the days. Oh, my God. Friday treat. Whoop. Hula hoops and ketchup. That sounds oh, weird. so good. So good. So good. Oh, actually, I'm going to get that today for lunch. Hashtag gut health. Someone on Twitter said, I was told that when it's thundering, it's God moving the furniture. We had and this actually, quite a few times. Yeah, someone else said it was Grandad moving the furniture, they were told. Yeah. Obviously, because he's maybe his boss must have been in heaven. But I guess it's sort of a fun lie, that. Yeah. When your Comforting. kid's petrified of thunder and lightning, just go, <laughs> no, don't worry, it's just one of your dead relatives moving the furniture. <laughs> there are some that I had to question whether they were untrue and okay. had a lie. Yeah. For example... I was told houses have lightning conductors so they couldn't be hit in storms. A lightning a lightning conductor surely going to help it be hit. Yeah, that's like the opposite, isn't it? <laughs> I did yeah. get an A for physics. What I do, right, <laughs> is I pour petrol on my hand and poke it into a fire so I don't get burnt. <laughs> no, there was one about um, someone said that they believed, which I still do, that you can't have the light on in the car. No, you, you can't. You know, like the... They get stopped by the police. Yeah, you can't. You're not well, allowed to do that. Is a police car really going to stop you for that? Yeah, they will. Would they? Yeah. Yeah. Guys, I've just learned to drive, so it's all a bit of a minefield. You for haven't me, learned to, be to drive, Lisa. You've had one lesson. Two, two, two. Two. Oh my god! Look out, Nigel uh, Mansell. Off the road. And I drove up onto the curb. <laughs> well, no, yeah, did you? Did you actually? Yeah, Lisa. I, I don't mean to be Shan, right? But I just don't think you've got the attributes to be a good driver. I'm sorry. Honestly, the um the the concentration it takes for me as in a personality, like I was literally my driver kept going, whoa, 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 are you a criminal? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? Lisa, I think you need to stop now. What, whoa, whoa, are you a criminal? <laughs> yeah. Where's he from? I was going too fast. And then at one point, I was just driving on the right side of the road. What? Because I had a, a, I don't know why, but I was going to turn right. And I just had a, I don't know, at some point, my, I mean, it was like a pretty narrow road, so it wasn't thingy, but I just sort of was like, oh, God, I'm driving on the right hand side of the road. Oh okay, I think this needs to stop. Oh, but no, it was on a quiet can... road. It was oh. on a quiet road. And it was like for a couple of seconds, but just my... Thing, but the, I think he says I'm really good. The rules of the the rules of the road don't apply when it's a quiet road. You know that. You just drive wherever. Drive drive across a field. It's quiet. Don't worry about it. Um. So he says you're quite good, does he? Yeah. So he gets his seventy quid a lesson. I'm sure. Gets more money. Mm. Yeah. Um. Alana, you're a terrible <laughs> driver. You had awful crashes, didn't you? When you were Sorry? when you were driving as a kid. Yeah. I'm just a bit gung ho. Yeah. Um, Not ideal. Treat you more like a go kart than a car didn't you didn't you crash into your tell the story when you crashed into your garage and what your oh, dad yeah. said I, I put it in forward instead of reverse and then crashed into the garage and the garage the car was actually all right so it was fine but the garage had like a big dent in it and i just sort of went oops yeah and my dad was like raging um and i was like come on i need to go to vicky's i'm already late yeah so hang on you crashed the car and then immediately demanded that your dad took you to Vicky's. Yeah. In in his car, because you couldn't drive your car, because you just no, crashed I, it. I crashed his car. <gasps> oh, yeah. Honestly, what a brat. What a brat. 
And then remember when we were in a in your first car and you scraped along the side of a Lothian bus, like right along, and I was like, oh. does she know what she's doing here? And you're just like, oops. <laughs> so, and Alana still does that mirrors. kind of thing. Just goes, it, there's more things to worry about in life. Yeah. But also the actual, bla- yeah, the blatant, the blatant thing, speaking of lies, that she didn't even, like, even with dad, she didn't even lie. She's just like, oh, yeah, well, I drove I'll into the garage, so what? Take me to Vicky's. Take me to Vicky's. I'm going to be late. We have one here. This was from Scarlett Moffat, celebrity Scarlett Moffat, mm. said that she was always told the lie that if, if you're wading the pool, it would turn purple. Yeah, I thought I think that could be true. Nah, let's try it. Yeah, piss in the pool, piss in the pool. <laughs> <laughs> no, is think... it again another thing just to prevent kids from pissing in the pool? Probably. Because you think you can get away with it, which you definitely. If can. anyone went to Leith Waterworld, then piss was the least of your worries. Did you start actually have? Do you remember? Floaters. Do you remember? There was like syringes, was there not? There definitely wasn't. There was. No, it was. There wasn't. This is the thing. Condoms, like, floaters. People used to say this stuff. It'd be like, oh my god, have you heard there's razor blades and the? Oh yeah, in um, the slides. In the slide, there's razor blades. Oh yeah. Like, who's going down the slide and going? Can we just stop here? Well, I just, uh, Jason, wait, Jason, I just need to stick a razor blade in the in the. <laughs> Jason, I just want to try and kill some people with razor blades. So could you just wait at the top with the lifeguard while I fit some razor blades? That didn't I happen. did actually get scraped once in a, in a water park in Spain, like right down my spine, all my skin came off. I not oh. since. By a razor blade? No, just by the shit blue. Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of these are either bored parents, parents who just, anything to get through the day. Um, and then they're just sort of common things that you say. Or like there was loads of jaggy jumpers. I don't know if it was a Scottish thing, but like, oh, you're good at the bad girls home with a jaggy jumper. You're like, what? What does it? What's, a jaggy, it mean? what's a jaggy jumper? Mum used to park us outside like an old electricity box and say that <laughs> yeah. it was a bad, say that it was a bad girls' home. And she used to park outside and be like, you're going in, you're going in, and when you go in, you have to wear a jaggy jumper. What's a jaggy jumper? Um, just like a knit jumper that's itchy. itchy. I, love, I always love it when you say stuff like this. You're like, yeah, they go in there, wear a jaggy jumper. And I'm like, what's a jaggy jumper? And you look at me like, why are you asking such a weird question? I don't know what a jaggy <laughs> fucking jumper is. But a few people a few people wrote in and said that they got told about the jaggy jumper as well. Remember when you used to refuse to have beef, Alana, because it was too chewy? And you too chewy. Alana <laughs> <laughs> oh, used to cry every time mum gave her beef. She'd be like, it's so chewy. <laughs> <laughs> you were right. <laughs> I don't think I cried, Lisa. Yes, it's so And then mummy's you know, like, like eat Mum used to obviously, like back in the day as well, you used to cook meat within an inch of its life. Obviously now a medium rare steak goes down an absolute well, treat. No, I do a lovely Yeah, I think it was steak. broiled. You know when it's like boiled, broiled Boiled meat. beef. If you need an electric cutter to cut something, it ain't edible. <laughs> we had another audio one. This is from my mate Johnny, who who gave he sent us a message in the um in one of our other episodes about um how he used to say scoosh. So he was really gullible. I was actually really gullible as a child. And uh I had a scouse next door neighbour who had a kid the same age as me, and he used to take us back from beavers together and it was the time that uh, United had beaten Ipswich 9-1 and I was obviously celebrating the win in the car on the way home 
And he said to me, oh, have you not heard? Uh, the Man United Pixies had been out and they'd made the Ipswich keeper's goal three times bigger than it should be. So the game had been cancelled and it didn't count and they've got to play it again. Uh, and I went home and stormed into my mum and dad and was like, have you heard about this? Man United Pixies? Like, they've got to replay the, the Ipswich game. And my mum and dad were like... You gullible, stupid child. I respect the elaborate nature of that lie on the way back from Beavers. Also, the way Johnny said Beavers is actually made a bit disturbing. Beavers. I remember when I was on the coming, we we went swimming with the scouts, and uh, on the way back, the I was being taken in by the scout leader, and like there was like four or five of us in the minibus. But before they dropped me home, the scout leader said, "Ring your mum." Right. Bearing in mind, what what how old when you're at scouts, you must be like. So that like brownies? Ten? Seven, eight, nine, ten. Yeah, like ten years old. So it was about ten. We'd been swimming in Burgess Hill. Right, and on the way back, <laughs> he goes, ring your mum and say that um, you've been left at the swimming pool. Right? Why? For a laugh. So I rang my mum and said, oh, mum, like, um, they've driven off without me. <laughs> I'm still here at Burgess Hill at the, at the swimming baths. And, uh, and like my mum was, off, and then we turned up at the house like two minutes later. Mm. But two minutes of my mum thinking my ten-year-old son is outside the swimming pool on his own at like nine o'clock at night. That's not Did funny. You... Yeah, he's meant to what? be in What's charge of children. You no, know, I cried because my mum went mad at me. But like, and then my mum like marched in and saw him as well at the next at the next meeting. Too right, gone on. But um, it's awful. That. What's wrong with the people of? The community centre in Crawley. The other women have her dress up her pants. This what? boy tells me to. <laughs> You're talking about uh, Meryl. <laughs> yeah. Meryl's, Meryl's got her breeks. I don't think she was doing it. Her I don't think she was being an exhibitionist. I think it was an accident. <laughs> um, Actually, in brownies, do you remember? I, used to, I was quite naughty in brownies. And Lana was a little brown nose, but I was naughty. And um, yeah. Tony Owl. Absolutely hated me. Ah. So when everyone had their, you used to have to in the in, at the end go in a circle, um, and saying, "Oh Lord, oh God, thy children come, grant us thy peace, and bless us all." Good night, good night, Tony Owl. Good night, Brian Owl. Good night, Pamela. <laughs> there was a helper called Pamela, but in that time, <laughs> what was the helper called? Pamela. Pamela. Good night, Brian. Good night, Tony. Good night, Pamela. Good night, Pamela. <laughs> but in the in the fifteen seconds of that little ditty, I used to always manage to go run into the circle, steal steal the toadstool, and hide it because right? it's like. The sacred toadstool. So Bruno would go fucking mental, right? So she'd open her eyes. Good night, Pamela. She'd be like, "Where in the And I'd be like, "I always, I always had it in the same fucking place, Tony." But she was. Did you used to like? What did you close your eyes when you said the good night thing? Yeah, you had to yeah. close your eyes the whole th time. Eyes. So it was pure prime time to hide the toadstool because the toadstool was like... Top level banter for you. <laughs> the toadstool was like the holy grail of brownies. Like, yeah, why? What looked was... after. It got put in a special bag. It got taken back to Brownell's house. It got taken back to Brownell's house. So when I used to hide shot. it... Yeah, and then she used to... Um, 
you remember you used to get a bit of macaroni on the parachute game? It wasn't the parachute game. It was exhaustion. And you used to have to run round and oh, you had bits yeah. of macaroni. I think something like oh, that. Get out. Um, yeah, so she hated me for her I remember Oh, God, yeah. Anyway, that was an aside. I wasn't actually allowed to go to guides. Alana went to guides and they wouldn't let me go. I was too naughty. Really? Yeah. yeah, by the way, I'm always made out to be the bad one at school. And I actually was not. I think it's just because I was a genius trapped with these idiots. It's like a fucking dog still. So I was like, <laughs> I'm not having this. Okay, I've got one more one more lie here. And then we'll get on to some positive poly moments. We have one here. This comes from Apple's to Graham. And he said, if you uns... He was told the lie that if you unscrew your belly button, your bum falls off. I'm scared for years. Nice. Oh, I did actually think when talking about um, bodily parts, um, someone had said that their granddad said, if you pick your nose, you'll lose the top of your finger. And <laughs> he had lost the top of his fingers in the war. And he'd said that. <gasps> he'd picked his nose and they were like traumatized. And it wasn't until they were like in their 20s <gasps> that they realized that it was a lie. Oh, really? <laughs> I'm on the wow. verge of doing that with Ari because she's always got her finger oh, up her no, nose. She loves her finger I, I, up her little tiny nostril. So producer Daisy has just said that she was told her brains would come out if you picked your nose. I suppose <laughs> there's some sort of logic to that, isn't there? I mean, at least yeah. you're, you're going Keep towards far your up brain. There. You know what parents do lie about a lot, actually? Um, I think it's probably top three is sex and how sex comes about. Yes. What were you told? I just don't think we discussed it. It's quite British, isn't it, to not just to not discuss it at all. I remember my dad gave me advice. He told me once he said to me, keep it in your pants, Luke. And sure. then he told me, shag as many as you can because you'll never shag them all. Oh, Jesus. Pokemon vibes. It's no wonder I turned him. into this misogynist pig. <laughs> Top shagger. Top shagger. Um, yeah, mum did say keep your hands on your hate and don't give change your fiver. But I remember being at high school and like finding out what a blowjob was, and I was like, what the madness? I got sent out of sex education for asking if you could get pregnant from a blowjob. I actually knew someone that, well, I think that's a legit question. I think that's probably Googled quite a lot. Is it? The yeah. sperm could swim. Like, oh, Jesus. Went... Right, let's not start this now. This is ridiculous. Lisa, right, let... I'd just like to educate you now. You cannot get pregnant yes, from thank a blowjob. Okay, let's finish on some lovely, positive poly moments. I shall start. I have a positive poly moment. Right, train strikes. Really annoying. So that's why we've had to record remotely today. Um, I am here at, at the studio with Daisy, um, but I've had to drive in. Uh, but it meant I, I didn't know whether I should drive to my gig tonight or get the train. But because of the train strikes, it's meant I it made the decision for me. And I was it was quite an awkward decision, but it's made the decision for me. So Polly, thank you for making. Even though there's train strikes, it means decisions were easier. You've got door to door comfort. Yes. Um, and you can pay for the extra mileage when it comes next year. Yes, I knew you'd say that. Okay. Lisa, have you got any positive poly moments? Yeah, well, I was sort of after last week, feeling a bit disillusioned by the sibling relationship, um, just from the, some of the nasty stories that we heard, a la James Olsop. Uh, and then I was scrolling through Instagram and saw this quote that I thought was quite pertinent. Um, 
Our parents leave us too early, and don't we not? Our spouse and our children come along too late. Our siblings are the only ones who are with us for the entire ride. Now, that could be perceived as a good or a bad thing. Not if you fall out and don't talk to them anymore. But I just thought, you know, that's why we have to start putting effort into our siblings, because that is true. They are and there from the very start, it's true. They are there from the very well, start. And they're yeah. there for the longest journey because, you know, 50% of marriages end in divorce, guys. So, yeah. Good luck to you. Here we okay. fucking go. Who's so, going to be the last men standing at the end of this episode 1054? <laughs> I definitely think. I, definitely Shit, I divorced think, a twin. I think you two would fall out before one of us. Liam and Noel Gallagher. It. Yeah. Mm. Um, Alana, have you got any positive poly moments? Yeah, so over the weekend, I took Ari to a strawberry f- picking farm. And um, yeah. when we got there, the strawberry field was closed, um, which was fantastic. Oh, but please. they had lots of other stuff there, like tractors oh, um, and a sort of bouncy thing and a sandpit, things like that. But actually, she had a new light grey hoodie on. So if we actually had pricked the strawberries, it would have stained it all. Oh, Thank you, Polly. Oh, thank you, Thanks, Polly. Polly. Um, well, that is it for another episode of Shit, I Married a Twin. Um, if you're enjoying it, please do rate it. So, Lisa, someone else left a lovely five-star review this week. What did they say? They said, really feel good. Actually, wait a minute. Five stars, so funny, explanation mark. Really feel good. And Luke Kempner is really hot and is right about everything. Oh, my God. Great. <laughs> That's thanks. Mm. Listen, guys, keep sending us lovely feedback, whoever that From was. From MC is- Luke Kempner. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know that was my username. Um, thank you so much for listening. If you um if you've got any positive poly moments, please do send us. Uh, you can go go on our socials at the Mac Twins Lizards. Um, they share Instagram or at Luke Cameron or email us shit. I married a twin at gmail.com. Thank you so much, guys, and we will see you. Speak to you next week. Bye bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.